Welcome back. It is episode number 48 of the Quinnipiac Athletics Podcast. I'm Dan Ball. And I'm Matt McAuliffe. And so we've done a little bit of studio hopping in our career. We, we've done pretty much all of the rundowns in the WQAQ production studio, which is where we are right now. Uh, we, we've done a few rundowns this year in my bedroom in Hamden, and we've done one particularly memorable one in a hotel room at the Renaissance in Albany, New York. People forget about that, people, but I don't. Yes, people people do forget. We do not. It was absolutely incredible. Got some great content out of it and a good Instagram. But uh, we've done some some studio hopping with interviews as well. We've done a few of them in this one a few in the main radio studio, a bunch of them on location, either at the arena or at different fields or in somebody's office or something like that. We have officially stepped our game up here on episode number 48. It's kind of the tip of the iceberg for some of the changes in growth that you're going to see from this podcast over the next month or so. We're not going to really divulge any information because no, there's, still a, there's still we a can't. lot of there's still a lot of loose ends to tie up and there, there's going to be a lot of changes and, and we're really excited for the, the listening audience to be able to go on this ride with us as we kind of finish up our careers getting this podcast up to the new level. But for the time being, the School of Communications has opened up a new podcast studio at the back of the School of Communications. David DeRoche, who is the Director of Community Programming, has connected with us, the Athletics Podcast. So we got a chance to get into the new podcast studio for our interview this week. It is a women's basketball episode. We're talking to the sophomore guard, Mackenzie DeWeese. She's from Maryland. And Matt, uh, I got to say, I had a heck of a time talking to Mac in the new studio. It sounds clean. The audio sounds clean. We had great laughs. Um, it's it's got a real professional feel, which I'm super excited about. That we get to do the rest of the interviews of our Quinnipiac career in that awesome, awesome studio. So it's going to lead to some fantastic sounding audio. They're still working on the physical space. There are two video cameras in there. We don't have any real video from this week, but we have uh, we have new members of the team that we're going to introduce you to over the next couple of weeks. So more social content coming out, more graphics, more audio visual stuff that's going to come out and kind of support the actual podcast. But for now, this audio side, this podcast is staying the same. It's the two of us riding strong. We're excited for you guys to hear our interview with Mackenzie Deweese, but before that, it's a busy time once again for everybody in athletics. Spring crossover time. <laughs> That's right. Spring has sprung in the Quinnipiac Athletic Department. We're going to tell you all about it in the week that was in Quinnipiac Athletics. The Quinnipiac baseball team has been picked to win a second straight MAC championship as they were selected first in the MAC baseball preseason coaches poll. 2020 marks the first time in program history that the Bobcats were selected as the preseason favorites in the MAC coaches poll as they received four of the 11 first place votes and 105 points in the poll. In addition to being selected first in the preseason poll, the Bobcats had three players named the MAC all team with Colton Bender at catcher. Andre Marrero in the outfield, and Ian Osberg at the utility. Sticking with baseball, the baseball team opens up the spring schedule at the University of Texas San Antonio Friday through Sunday. Friday is at 5 p.m., Saturday is at 3, and Sunday is at 1. Men's lacrosse now. They had a 10-9 loss at UMass Lowell Saturday afternoon. Jake Tomzik had four points in the afternoon, scoring twice and adding two assists. First-year attack, John DeLucia also had three goals. 
This team is at Brown Saturday at 1 p.m. From the men's to the women's side, the women's lacrosse team dropped their season opener at Bryant 14-12. Two Bobcats recorded hat tricks in the loss with first-year Desiree Kleberg and sophomore Gabby Beckett each netting three goals apiece. Senior goalkeeper Ali Kelsey finished the game with 11 saves, so this team is at Wagner College in Staten Island this Saturday at 1 p.m. To men's tennis now, they had a 4-3 loss at St. Joseph's Saturday night. Patrick Cacapero, Axel Stern, and Alexa Martinovic all earned wins in singles play, while Austin Yanone and Alistair Magalit won in number three doubles for the Bobcats. Then they followed that up with a 7 nothing loss at Delaware Sunday afternoon. Austin Yanone and Alistair Magalit earned a win in number three doubles, their second win at number three doubles in as many days. Yanone and Magalit earned a 7-5 win on Sunday as well, and this team is home versus the University of California Riverside Sunday at 5.30 p.m. at the North Haven Health and Racquet Club. The women's tennis team picked up a big 7-0 win at St. Joseph's on Saturday night. Andy Williams, Layla Rodriguez, Jordan Bradley, and Stephanie Yanisov all won both a singles and doubles match, while Camilla Nella and Peyton Bradley also won in singles play. They followed that up with a 6-1 loss at Delaware on Sunday night. Jordan Bradley earned to victory in number five singles, her fifth singles victory of the season, winning in three sets. After picking up three total wins this weekend, Jordan Bradley was named the MAC Tennis Player of the Week, so congratulations to Jordan. Women's golf now. Earlier this week at the Florida Atlantic Invitational Take Me With You, also called the FAU Winter Warm-Up, the Bobcats recorded their second-best 54-hole score in program history, finishing with a 906 through three rounds at a seventh place on the leaderboard. Congratulations to them. First-year golfer Leanne Peralta finished the final round with a 74, which is a plus two, which led her to a seventh-place finish on the individual leaderboard, so congratulations to her. Peralta recorded three birdies in her final round, with all three coming with the final ten holes of her round. The women's golf team was picked to finish second in this year's MAC preseason coaches poll. The Bobcats entered the spring semester just two seasons removed from a pair of MAC championships and NCAA tournament appearances after winning titles in 2016 and 2017. To the women's indoor track and field team, two athletes participated in the URI Coaches Tribute Indoor Track Meet this past Saturday. First-year Jordan Mayo represented QU in the 60-meter dash, and first-year Kayleen Ozanic competed in the high jump and long jump and tied her season best in the high jump. This team is at the Valentine Invitation at Boston University on Friday, February 14th. This is their final tune-up before heading to the MAC Conference Championship in a few weeks. To men's ice hockey now, they played in the Battle of Whitney Avenue at Yale Friday night and got a 3-2 overtime win. Odine Tuftoe scored the overtime winner just 18 seconds into overtime. Tuftoe's overtime winner was his first since 2017 and Quinnipiac's first overtime victory since January 5, 2018, when the Bobcats defeated Colgate. Alex Whalen scored a goal in regulation for the Bobcats. The podcast bump continues, Dan. They also had a 2-2 tie at Brown Saturday night. Ethan DeYoung and Alex Whalen scored for the Bobcats as QU came back from a two-goal deficit to earn a critical point in the ECAC hockey play. The tie extends the Bobcats' unbeaten streak to four games. And for his efforts last weekend, Keith Petrozelli was named the MAC Goaltender of the Week for the second straight week. Petrozelli is the first Bobcat to win back-to-back weekly awards from ECAC Hockey since former goaltender Andrew Shortridge won back-to-back Rookie of the Week awards at the end of the 2016-17 season. And whoop-whoop-whoop, we get a rankings update. They're number 15 in both the USCHO and USA Today polls and tied for 13th in the pairwise rankings, which is very good, Dan. This keeps them in the national tournament hunt. That's right. 
This team is home this Friday, 7 p.m. versus Clarkson, which is a massive game, and home versus St. Lawrence Saturday at 7 p.m. Again, a critical ECAC weekend. From the men's to the women's side, the women's hockey team picked up a big 6-2 win against Union last Friday night at home. Five different Bobcats scored, and Junior Taylor House led the charge with two goals and one assist for three points. Junior Taylor, Gerard, first-year Sadie Peart, and Kate Riley, and senior Katie Tabin all scored in the win. Senior netminder Abby Ives had 17 saves and recorded her 13th win of the season. They followed that up with another win, this time 5-1 against RPI on Saturday afternoon. Junior Laura Lundblad recorded a hat trick. The first of her career and the first hat trick for the women's team since November of 2017. Hey Dan, is that good? That is very good. That's been a while and it was Melissa Samuskevich who scored a hat trick in a 4-3 win against Union. So not bad company for Laura Lundblad to join there. Sadie Peart and Lexia Gia also scored in the win. For her efforts in a five-point weekend in total, junior Laura Lundblad has been named the ECAC Hockey Player of the Week. Lundblad also had two assists Friday against Union and, of course, that hat-trick against RPI. This is the first ECAC Weekly Award for Lundblad and the sixth for the team this season. Now, big updates here. We're going to have another another rankings update, this time for the women's team. The women's hockey team is back in the top 10, coming in tied for 10th in this week's USCHO rankings. This is the second time this season the Bobcats have been ranked, having cracked the USA Today top 10 in late January. So congratulations to that team. They are on the rise right at the right time, but they have a huge weekend in North Country. They are at Clarkson on Friday at 6 p.m. and then at St. Lawrence on Saturday at 3 p.m. From the ice to the court now, men's basketball. They had a 73-52 loss versus Iona Friday night. First-year guard Matt Belonk recorded a team-high 14 points, shooting 7-15 of 15 from the floor to go along with two rebounds. Then they followed out with a 65-63 loss to Manhattan Sunday afternoon. Sophomore Tyrese Williams led the way with 21 points, and Aaron Falzone tied the game in a three-pointer with 12 seconds remaining. This team is at St. Peter's Friday at 7 p.m. and then at Ryder Sunday at 4 p.m. So keep an eye on this team. They need both of those wins to continue to rise. And the final team on our rundown, the team we're focusing on for today's episode, it is the women's basketball team. They picked up a 52-45 win at Monmouth last Thursday morning. Quinnipiac's defense held Monmouth to four points in the first quarter. Matt, is that good? Yep. And a season low, 45 in the game. Matt, is that good? Yep. Senior Paige Warfel led the way for the Bobcats in scoring with 13 points, while sophomore Mackenzie Dewey chipped in with 12. They followed that up with a 68-60 loss against Siena at home Saturday afternoon. Dewey recorded her first career double-double, while Taylor Hurd and Shaq Edwards were also in double digits in points. This team is on the road again Thursday at 7 p.m. at Manhattan. So this episode comes out on Friday. You'll know what happened by then. So make sure you check obobcats.com or at QU underscore WBB to keep up with that game. And then they are home against Niagara Saturday at 2 p.m. And Matt McCall today on the show, we have the sophomore guard from this team, Mackenzie Dewey. She joins the team, an absolutely fantastic player on the court, a great person off the court. But one of the things that really struck me when we talked to Mac in this interview was how big family is to her. Yeah, I mean, this girl is family driven. She's from a small town. And I think that helps with her leadership style within the team. I think she is just a sophomore, but her leadership style screams upperclassmen. She knows how to control the court. She is a court general, according to Coach Trisha Fabry. And this conversation was one of the best. It absolutely was. Matt was right. So without further ado, here's our conversation with Mackenzie Deweese. 
back here on episode number 48 of the Quinnipiac Athletics Podcast in the brand new Quinnipiac Podcast Studio. So we, we've made it to the major leagues now in terms of at least audio recording capability. But uh, hard, hard work pays off. That's right. Yeah, but uh, proud today to be joined for the, the first ever episode in here for us by Mackenzie Dewey, sophomore guard on the women's basketball team from Westminster. Maryland, Mac. What's going on? Yeah, it's, I'm doing really well. Just got out of practice, uh, <laughs> ready for a big game tomorrow. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, uh, what did you guys work on in practice? What was the kind of the focus going into the game tomorrow? Yeah, so we did a lot of scout prep today, um, prepping for Manhattan, um, a lot of defense, and uh, just getting ready to knock down some shots uh, for tomorrow. So it, it seems like your team as a whole, it's kind of been a, a growing process this year because you, you know when you're losing uh, the kind of senior class that you did, it, it's going to be a little bit of a, a process to get people back in those starting spots. So for, for both you and the team, where have you kind of seen some areas of growth this year? Yeah, with the five seniors leaving, um, they definitely had a huge impact in our program. But we had all our freshmen come in. Um, we had four freshmen, CT, Kat, Mick, and Sajeda, and they've done, they have done a really good job stepping up. Um, for us, we're just really young. We're just trying to figure out like the steps. Um, but I can, you can definitely see us that we have grown a lot throughout the season. Um, we're making big plays, and our freshmen and sophomores are really keeping us in there. And our seniors have really taken up a, a leadership role this year. So head coach Tris Fabry always stresses that. Like once winter break is over, you're not young anymore. Yeah. Like you guys know how the pace of play is going to be. You know how college basketball is run, the speed, you're used to it. Mm -hmm. So I think growth was a good question. And I also want to talk about your transition specifically. Yeah. Uh, freshman year, you only had one start. Or first year, you only had one yeah. start. Now you are starting and running the point fairly regularly. Yeah. What was that transition like? Yeah, so last year um, I would sub in for Aaron, And we played uh, against each other every day in practice. And she really made me a better basketball player. But I also had um, Dell help me out and really teach me the ropes of uh, Quinnipiac basketball. And uh, their leadership was able to help transform me as a basketball player. I mean, I came from a great high school program, and I was able to play for my mom. Um, but this is definitely a different type of basketball that I'm not as used to. Um, but I had a lot of people to help me out. And uh, this year, I was able to just help our freshmen out and make that transition easier for them, like the seniors did last year for me. So family is family's the name of the game for yeah. you. We, we talked hey. about that a little bit. So we'll, we'll, we'll kind of go through that. But when were you first exposed to basketball when did you first kind of step on the court yeah I mean I was pretty much given a basketball when I was born um, <laughs> we have pictures of me shooting the hoop in uh, the living room with a diaper on like just a diaper oh man um, right. so the little, we, the little like have little, little tykes tykes hoop oh yeah ball. definitely yeah. all of it yeah. all of it so that that was really the start of it um, my mom coached high school basketball um, she still is and I would be out at halftime shooting you know all, all the older people cheering me on like that was big game right there I was probably the highlight of the of the game was halftime <laughs> <laughs> when the little girl came on yeah. and shot um, but that's I mean I grew up around it I'm surrounded by it and that's why I came here today uh, tell us a little bit about about your mom. We talked about yeah. it before before we started recording, but uh, I heard tell she's us a little about nasty about uh, her about her basketball is. career. Heck of a three point shooter, man. I mean, she is knocked down from three, like legit. Lights out. Lights <laughs> out. Yeah. I remember watching her in a women's still, league, man. She probably could still. Oh ball. Yeah. yeah, I remember watching her in a women's league, and she knocked down like 11 three pointers. <laughs> I was like seven years old. She's knocking down 11, 11 threes. Three yeah, um, but she's my biggest inspiration. She's yeah. been uh, my coach since I was little, and. Uh, I mean, she still is. <laughs> She'll call. She comes every game. Uh, wow. I think she's only missed, like, one or two this year. Wow. Surprised yeah. I haven't seen her. 
Okay. Right. Yeah. So she comes to them all. Um, but just as much as my mom is uh, my biggest inspiration too, my dad is also there with me. He comes every game. So when she knocks down the threes, is she big and like the let me showboat and put my <laughs> oh, threes in the air? Or exact like opposite. Okay. All, all right, calm. Yeah, yeah. Like all you should have known she was going to make it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's a sniper. Yeah. So no threes in the no, holsters. No, no. It's yeah. No, it's... you should have known. You should have been there. Your hand should have been in her face. And she's like either I'm taking. She only does a one two dribble. She doesn't take it to the hoop. Um, she always wonders where I get my passing from because she never passed the ball. She said <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> yeah. She was just a shooter. <laughs> yeah. So what does the what does a like a, a a driveway basketball game look like at the Dewey's household or, oh, or yeah. any, anything like that after dinner? What is that? What is that? Well, look let me like? tell you, it's physical. I mean, if there's not really? a punch thrown in two minutes into the game, it's not a game. <laughs> you guys um, are playing outside I know, basketball. I know. That's physical. Well, and I have two younger brothers, Brett and Gavin. Uh, they're okay. one's a senior and one's a sophomore, um, and they both play basketball. Brett is a leading scorer for um, the county right now, so. He's on the heels, hopefully, of 1,000 points. So, okay. um, But let me tell you, Dad will post everybody up. Gavin is yelling at everybody, and my mom is knocking down shots in the corner. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it is she's a four ring, Four-ring circus. Uh, so where, yeah. where do you fit in and all yeah, that? Yeah, so I, I'm more of, like, the playmaker and knocking down the little things. Um, but then once Brett and Gavin start getting in and they start trash talking, I mean, like I said, it's like a, it's a bloodbath yeah. out there. And then travel, no, it wasn't. Travel, yes, yep, it was. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. I mean – but if you're not physical out there, like I mean, you know how a coach is. You better be physical on the court. So I learned a lot growing up. <laughs> you better be on the first one to the floor, and that's what I am now. I'm more of like the cleanup. <laughs> so actually, I kind of wanted to talk about that. Talk to me, Coach Fabry, trying to recruit you. Mm-hmm. Her passion is always on her sleeve. Yeah. So did that help in her recruiting pitch, and what really sold Quinnipiac to you? Yeah, um, we talked about like how I'm a very big family person. Um, that was the thing that really sold me. Um, that in the gym fell in love with the gym. Oh my yeah. goodness, uh, beautiful! Yeah. Our yeah. court is yes. probably one of the like biggest thing. One of the best arenas, I'd say, obviously in the MAC, and maybe even can battle some of these American conferences. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. up Completely. in the Northeast, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I mean, there was this the simplest thing that she did. Um, she wants to get to know who you are as a person. She recruits people based on character. Um, that's a big component of who we are as Quinnipiac. Um, that's why we get a w- get together and get along so well is um, because she recruits very good kids. Um, and that's why we're able to mesh well on the court. And when she recruited me, I fell in love with the coaching staff and, the, and the, believe it or not, the court and, uh, and who, who was there. Like I met um, Edel Thornton when I came for basketball camp. She good was about to be to a freshman. Yeah. Exactly. And once I knew who she was, we, we've been friends since then. So Yeah. I also want to ask about the Maryland trip. Because oh, you yeah. guys played Maryland by your hometown. I heard hundreds of people <laughs> yeah. are coming out to see only <laughs> Mackenzie Dewey's. So where did this following come from, this growth? Yeah, um, small town, um, <laughs> <laughs> clearly. Okay. Um, but uh, there's about 300 people there. Um, but they've all watched me growing up and been a part of my life since I was a little kid. Um, I mean, my mom is a big uh, inspiration there. And basketball is uh, not as big of a sport um, where I come from. Lacrosse is the big thing. But uh, I guess I was more of the anomaly coming through uh, Carroll County because we didn't have basketball players where we were at. Um, the last one, I think the last Division One basketball player may have been like 10 years or something like that. It was oh, something wow. crazy. Wow, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, but I just, I'm a big family person. I mean, when I saw them, I got super emotional. I mean, you're, I'm here for majority of my life um, for the next four years or the next three, actually. Um, but going there and be able to play in front of them, that, 
I mean, it meant so much to me. And Coach knew that, too. Um, we talked before and after the game, and, and she knew. Um, but it was so cool to be able to play in front of everybody. I mean, 300 people. I wasn't even sure who was saying my name. Like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah. so it was awesome, though. And even though we didn't come out with a win, like, it really helped us um, going into the MAC. Like, playing against – we needed to play against somebody who's top 10 um, in the country and see what that is like because once we get to the tournament, um, that's a game that's, changer. That's the competition you see. Exactly. So, so what's that first bucket like? You get it in, and everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. It's so funny. You try not to smile, but yeah, I mean, it's, you got to try to keep the game. It's cool. and keep yeah, it calm. right, yeah. right. Can't yeah. have your mom seeing you smile and celebrate <laughs> yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, then there's also yeah. the bad moments, you know, when they're yelling. So it's it's a good yeah, balance. Of course. You know, they care. So. They'll keep you honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anybody making any good signs, any posters, anything you're reading? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My uh, good family friends, they actually, I missed two babies being born um, oh. since I've been here. It's been hard. Yeah. So, yeah. but they made, um, like t-shirts of me and them pictures from basketball camp because i always worked my mom's basketball camps that's how all these little kids came to the game well they were the kids i coached okay so they would come to the games and a few of them uh, a family that i'm close with the tomlinson's they had um the pictures of me and their kids like on a t-shirt <laughs> oh and the baby like was there too <laughs> so it was awesome nice um but it was also cool i had my extended family who was there um and my grandmother my mom was there so um that was important. So See, cause I'm, I'm also picturing like, I don't know if you've seen the movie Hoosiers, oh, but I'm yeah. picturing like, <laughs> like the, like the entire town shuts yeah, down, like closed yeah. for max game. Right. Tonight, no. <laughs> we, we always joke that. I mean, I come from a very country area, but, uh, corns, cows and all that. So, oh, I'm very, yep. uh, <laughs> so that actually swings into my next question. It's kind yeah. of a thinker. Mm. What is one thing that you have back home that you would want to bring to CT right now? Oh like, my what's God. What's that thing you miss? Easy question. I mean, Crabs, Maryland crabs. Wow. Have you never had? Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, I mean, God. I've had a blue crab. Come on, man. <laughs> Those are the best things in Maryland. <laughs> and then they made Old Bay hot sauce. Old Bay is very okay, good. thank you. Now, Old Bay is very good. I will oh, not eat any type of crab that's not from Maryland. Wow. None. So okay. I, will, I love CT, and I'll eat the lobsters and shrimp, but I will not. Like, Maryland crabs is the, is the yeah. go-to. Okay. okay. No-brainer. Yeah. yeah. So Come that's on. the one thing you would bring here. Oh, yeah. yeah without okay. a now doubt. Now, this is soft-shell crab that you're no, not? No, no, just no, the no. normal normal Yeah, normal, normal. Kind. normal. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're, let's not get too crazy yet. No. <laughs> but you're but you're not but you're not shellfish specific where you need to have crab. You can still you can still yeah. expand to like the New England yeah. lobster and shrimp and yeah, Okay, exactly. that's not too yeah. bad. That's uh, you, you got to try the different the different kinds. Yeah. We're yeah. huge we're a huge sushi podcast. Would you ever oh, dive really? into yeah. See, I don't do raw food, man. I uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. where you get me. I yeah, don't yeah. do the whole raw food stuff, but So so if I if if I close my eyes and I'm looking at either Westminster or Carroll County, you know, what what am I seeing when I'm driving down the street? Oh man, you're gonna see a lot of corn, uh straight land. And the you good may... thing is, is I like corn. Yeah, good. good. Um, well, it's for the animals, not for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and nope. you might get behind one or two tractors on your way to school. Man. We also have bring your tractor to school day. Which, no, let me you, tell you, that was You are lit. making that <laughs> up. I'm Shut not. Up. No, I'm, I'm seriously not. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be nothing worse. There'd be nothing worse. I'm four minutes late and I'm stuck behind, behind a, a tractor. tractor and it, I'm telling you, oh. it's a daily thing. And oh, when I'd... I came here... I um you know I noticed like it was a different smell. Well, let me tell you, all I smell back at home is cow manure. Yeah. So this uh, is a little yeah. bit of a <laughs> yeah. change, but that's how you knew it was okay. uh, 
fall in Maryland. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds. I know you've been to my town before. This yeah, th- it's it sounds Southfield, similar, but a little a little bit extra. Where I, yeah. I've I've had my fair share of. Okay, I'm late to baseball practice. This tractor needs to move. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I have once seen somebody on a. Uh, a motor scooter driving down in Carroll County. Okay. Now that was the real Carroll County mo- <laughs> moment. <laughs> so I, I'm, I am nine miles south of Boston. You don't get tractors. Uh, so to, to hear that yeah. story is crazy. <laughs> Bring your tractor to school, school day. Yeah. Do people have pimping tractors? Like, <laughs> like, what? You got I your, your six-inch lift kit on yeah, your tractor? Right. No, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's a big thing. Uh, it's a big thing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, that, it, it's I don't have funny. one. I don't, you do not have one. I do one. not okay. have one. You don't own one. Okay. No. My, my father is the sheriff. My mom is uh, the clerk. So we do not farm. Okay. <laughs> so that actually that leads into my, my yeah. next point. So you are, you're a criminal justice major. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the things that it said on, on gobobcats.com is that your family has a, has a pretty, a pretty deep history in law yeah. enforcement. So uh, what, what does that history look like? How is your family in police and law enforcement kind of intertwined? Yeah. So um, my dad was a Maryland state police officer for 22 years and he's now the sheriff so that was a uh, fun growing up uh, in high school so of course. being the sheriff's daughter yep. um, my grandfather is a retired West Virginia state trooper and then I have uh, my uncle and my cousin who are also police officers in Maryland um, but it's kind of a, it's a, a an emotional topic for me um, just because I'm around it so much so it's uh, very important to me and it makes me nervous still um, like them going out and you know having to do what they have to do and help the community um, but for me, I mean, I've grown up around it my whole life, and I don't see anything different. So from, I definitely want to stay in law enforcement, um, just deciding which uh, state uh, le- or local, state, or federal level. But um, I've grown up around it. I love it. I love being the sheriff's kid, and uh, I think it's fun. So <laughs> plenty of police, small town. <laughs> plenty of police car rides, right? Oh man, yeah, I've yeah. had like one. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like oh, on, on purpose. Or? <laughs> no, yeah, 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 no, 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 no. I didn't get arrested. I, no, no, yeah. it was for for a fun like school fair. Kind okay, of. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So what? So what makes it fun? What do you? Yeah. What makes it fun? I mean, we have a like people are like, oh yeah, I'm going on a ride along. Like, man, I've been riding riding a police car since I was a baby. Like, I'm used to all of that. Um, any any late for school flick on the lights? Like, we got to move cars out of our way? <laughs> no, no, none of those. Okay, um, yeah. I, <laughs> but, okay. I mean, I have been in those scenarios where, like, um, riding dad's police car and stuff like that and, like, um, you know, having to exchange with mom and, like, just little situations that people don't know about um, because being a police officer kid, like, you have to be ready for anything. Yeah. Um, but uh, just knowing that my dad's coming home safe and I and my family members, like, um, it's very important to me, and uh, I, I it makes me proud. Like I'm very proud of them. So, so within criminal justice, what which parts kind of interest you for later in your life? Yeah, um, I was more looking at the federal level, um, like through like FBI or maybe um, um, I'm trying to think like other agencies. I was mostly like FBI. I was interested because more of yeah, the law yeah. enforcement aspect. Um, but now I'm like looking at more of like police officer, and it's kind of funny because that's what Paige Warfell wants to do. She does, yeah. Um, and we're very close, uh, very tight. And uh, I, I just don't see myself going the same place as Paige. <laughs> I'm not sure if we could be in a police car together. <laughs> we always, that? that would be a yeah, heck of a yeah, duo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We always a... uh, relate ourselves to 21 Jump Street. Um, <laughs> and we always do, like, you know, mimic stuff. So. Paige is Tatum. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm more like the reserved guy. And then uh, Paige is over there doing something crazy. So. But uh, no, we uh, that's something that uh, I want to do in life. But it's funny because Paige wants to do it too. And we're the exact opposite people. 
So that we're was, super close. Yeah, <laughs> that was another question I had was, do you you want to do the police officer stuff or do you want to do criminal law? It seems like you want to do police officer law enforcement. Yeah, I'm, I want to do more of a police officer law enforcement. Yeah. Um, I've talked about maybe doing like law school and stuff like that. But um, right now I just want to do that. Um, well, I think that's my track. <laughs> another impressive thing that I saw in my notes, too, um, is you are a really, really good student. Yeah. Uh, you you take school seriously. I think it was a 4.3 GPA in high school yeah. <laughs> and, and continued success. So how do you balance that? Being yeah. such a strong student and being a Division One athlete, is it the bus rides? You got to commit to doing homework on the bus rides or is it more? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of the uh, bus rides, like missing when we miss class and stuff like that. A lot of my bus rides are designated towards homework. Um, but Coach is really good about, like, making sure that we get to class on time and, like, um, that grades are an important part of being a women's basketball player. Like, it isn't just the basketball aspect. Like, you are a student athlete, and we expect you to be um, just as good as you're on the floor. Um, just as you are on the floor, you should be just as good in the classroom. Nice. So, so there, uh, another statistic that I saw, uh, not necessarily the uh, 2,157 points in uh, in high school. Hey, is, that, yeah. talk about. is that good? Hey, yeah. Is I that mean, good? <laughs> so I missed plenty free throws then. But <laughs> <laughs> Um, was the uh, was the a thousand plus hours of uh, community service? Yeah. Uh, back back in your time in Westminster and Carroll County. Uh, so so what were some of the the causes that you were passionate about then, and what were some of the things you were doing? Yeah. So my mom um, worked uh, has basketball camps. So I worked. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of hours since I was in like middle school, like developing kids and and just being there as a mentor and. That's so much fun because you now I like watch them grow up and a lot of kids that I coach in basketball camp are now playing high school basketball. Oh wow! Or have okay. graduated That's and are cool. playing college. Yeah. So like um, growing up around them, I mean, I was able to see them develop from a little kid to now like a woman and a man and like being able to do things in life um, that I once told them that you know that you're gonna have big dreams and now they are living their dreams. So it's it's very cool. It's a good feeling. That sounds pretty yeah. rewarding. Yeah, rewarding work. I'm trying. To, uh, another one is the Special Olympics, um, where every fall. Um, the police agencies in Carroll County um, and the state, actually, they go to the Dunkin' Donuts, and my dad's a part of it. They sit on the rooftop of Dunkin' Donuts for uh, um, for 48 hours, and they stay the night, everything, and so they raise money for a Special Olympics, so we have Special Olympics kids, and they will come ask the people driving through for money and like donations and, and on the a, on the roof yeah yeah so they <laughs> well like the kids will be sitting on there and then they have a bucket and whenever it's full we just bring it back up to the roof and so they take care of the money and then once it's over um all the money and proceeds go to special olympics and dunkin donuts helps out with that what a nice what a cool idea yeah it's really cool. cool we have a lot of special olympics kids that come and like the state local um and even federal agencies will come and support so it's a really good cause wow Good. That's a very, that's a very, uh, a very small town way to raise. It, ra- it really <laughs> is. <laughs> it is. I mean, it really is. Do you got to do? Yeah, yeah right. but it's if it's effective. I mean, and you're, and you're yeah. raising money. That's the that's the only important point. But uh, yeah. let, let's talk a little bit about uh, the tra- uh, travel ball years and playing local and then mm-hmm. playing high school. What what are some of your your favorite memories from earlier playing basketball and where are some of the the best places that basketball has taken you in your life? Okay, uh, I have a good one for you guys. So oh, this takes okay. it way back. But when I was in second grade, I was playing in third, fourth traveling. No big deal. No big deal. And, <laughs> Up uh, a level, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, my mom was the coach. And we were in the semis for, you know, the basketball league. And we were down by one. And I had a wide open layup. And my mom called a timeout. So I just decided 
that's some crap. And I took that ball and chucked it at my mom. <laughs> Coaching. <laughs> I mean, I was in set. Oh. I was like seven years old. I don't even remember this, but and I still had that competitive still had fire. It. So I just took the ball, chucked it out. She ducked, and then we just continued with the game. We ended up winning, but they have it on video of me chucking the ball at my mom. So, okay, we're going to need that. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that was the earlier. So, like, the competitiveness was is still there. Okay. Um, but being – I'm like I said, she's been my coach um, since I was little. But I was able to go to, like, Louisiana and Chicago. Um, I was able to go to Kentucky, like, different states. And I love trying different foods. Like, oh. I know it's so you're minor, talking, but <laughs> – You're talking to food diversity I know, king. I know. Love so. it. <laughs> So that's like a big thing. I love seeing the different cultures and stuff yeah. like that. Chicago's still a place I got to get oh, to. I still so have to good. try the deep dish pizza. I still got to. I don't like pizza. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't like the sauce. Well, Mackenzie, Sorry, it's broke been your awesome. Heart. No, I know. it's been awesome. Uh, best I see of the luck. door. <laughs> <laughs> best of luck with the season. <laughs> yeah, not a big pizza person. I'm sorry. No, Chicago dogs then? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to try like I want to try it all. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We 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 were having the the pizza conversation last night and obviously mm. we won't need to get into it now yeah. with the best place okay. to have pizza, but we 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 don't need to I heard it, uh, well New Haven, don't they have some pretty good places to go? Oh yeah. So oh that's yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Some might say best in the world, but oh, yeah, okay. some being my co-host, I I yeah. believe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> so so high school I I mentioned the eye-popping statistics, but yeah. you know, playing uh playing in Carroll County, playing in high school uh what were some of your your memories and favorite moments from playing high school ball yeah um my sophomore year it was the first time we've ever won the the championship for carroll county so that was awesome like um women's basketball was not big for my school um it was only open for 10 years prior because we had a split from our other school um so we never won and i just it was very emotional because my mom finally won and she was my coach and my dad ran out on the floor like I mean, my dad just thinks he can run out on the floor whenever he wants. Like, I think, like, sheriff, because my mom's the coach. Yeah, and he's the sheriff, <laughs> so he just runs out. I mean, Fair. whatever. <laughs> so, but winning that was awesome. Um, and then being able to play in the regional finals, we always lost to the state champions. But I also loved playing with my best friends and, like, in the community. And I was able to play with my best friend for um, four years, and we're and she still watches all of my games and stuff like that. So being able to play with the kids that I grew up with, and now we're winning and being successful. And at at um, I think it was my sophomore and junior year, we were undefeated. Like oh the whole wow season. yeah like, yeah. And it's that chemistry and that you know build from when we were little that it was so cool to see us yeah. grow up and win and like be dominant and we're in our county and in the state. So that was awesome. So was there? You said it wasn't at it, the program had only been around for ten years, but were yeah. there were big fan sections. Were they chirping? Oh yeah, they, yeah. yeah. We, I feel like small town. You roll up to the gym with like a squat. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Honestly, my brothers are bringing. They bring their friends, and they are the student section. Yeah. My brother was. My younger brother was in the student section, and I think he was in sixth grade, bringing his homies with them. So <laughs> <laughs> that was you get what lit. you can get. Yeah. If they're the but, loudest in the gym, then it doesn't exactly. matter. Yeah. But yeah. we were very. Yeah. We a lot of parents wanted to come to our games. A lot of kid. My junior, we had crazy fans that traveled everywhere with us but we were the only really women's basketball pl- team in yeah. the county that had fans but okay, we were yeah. good and we loved them like yeah. we want we didn't care who you were just come to the game come. yeah yeah be loud yeah, yeah, yeah make yeah. any make any gym the home gym yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. your sixth your sixth grade <laughs> brother yeah with his with his blue gatorade and his yeah. hot fries bro <laughs> rolling up <laughs> with his squad oh you're right though you're right yes. <laughs> 
right. Dude, any sixth grade. That was a sixth grade <laughs> delicacy. Oh, man. Still is, though, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so before we finishing up, or before we finish up talking about uh, this current season, what is a what is a day in the life of Mac Deweese look like off the court? What are what are <laughs> what are some of the things that if it, it's a Sunday or you have an off day from practice, what would what would we be doing? Yeah, I know what you're hinting at. Um, not necessarily. It's, it's <laughs> not necessarily. It's up to you. Yeah. So, um, well, you guys know that Paige CT. I'm gonna throw them all out there because I don't want to be the only one. Of course, yeah, yeah, of right? course. Yeah. yeah. So you know, Paige CT and. Uh, Vanessa, we all play Fortnite together. Okay. okay. Like, I mean, we're dominant, but then, like, you see a whole squad roll up on us, and it's like, oh, God. So okay. okay. We have our moments, but we all play together and stuff like that, so that's always fun. Um, we played more out of season just because we had a little bit more time. Like, I mean, uh, during, uh, like, out of school because we had more time, but we play Fortnite together. Sundays, Paige and I play together a lot. So I got um, a story to fire back at you. Yeah. We introduced her to Fortnite. Page. No, you didn't. Sophomore year, she was our neighbor across the hall. No. So she'd come over at, like and have meals or whatever with us, and we'd be playing. And she'd be like, oh, so uh, what kind of what kind of game is that? Ask her. She'd no. be like, what kind of game is that? And like our roommates would be like, oh, it's this new game, oh, Fortnite. Man. This was two years ago. Like that's when the game great. was like starting almost. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's so when I started playing. This like, was two years ago. New. Oh, yeah. Ask her about it. She, she would come over and play, and she got good. She yeah, got good. no, she is. Her and I are really like yeah. she's more of like the dominant. Like she'll run out there, you know. Yo, and yeah. I'm like more of the smart person that runs behind them and like yeah. cuts you off guard. Yeah, okay. Build, yeah, yeah. But like that sounds I, about right. I play yeah. with them. Um, okay, also, okay. Hot seat. Who's the best? Who's the worst? Yeah. The worst is Vanessa. Oh my gosh, oh, <laughs> she's getting there. She's getting there. <laughs> Vanessa. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's getting there, but. She's definitely the worst. I'd say Paige and I are like really good. CT is pretty good too. Like CT, she's the underdog. Like you wouldn't think she was really good. I wouldn't good, think no. But she is pretty yeah. good. Okay. So, but uh, also I'm close with a bunch of guys uh, from Three Plus One Business. Oh play yeah. With them. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. And I watch them play too. But I hang with them a lot Sundays or like go see their. Inter- uh, I think the. Is it inter- oh yeah, intramural games. Yeah. So I guess watch them play football and softball. Nice. So that's a lot of like my free time is spent like hanging with them too. Nice. Cool. Very, like, nice, very nice. I wish the other people online knew. Yeah. Like, there's no way they know a squad of like women's basketball players are rolling up. Right. Are rolling up and <laughs> yeah. like wiping them and like yeah, winning yeah, games. Yeah. No. If it's only true. they knew. It's sad. I mean. <laughs> it's not sad. <laughs> well, we'll wipe them on the court and then we'll yeah. <laughs> wipe yeah, them in the game. That's so. it. <laughs> So you also mentioned you're an, you're an Orioles fan. Yeah. There, there, there's not much to say there. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. One of my favorite. Too. One of my favorite ballparks in the country, though. It is it's one of absolutely my gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Been yeah. going to the game since I was very little. Um, always been an O's fan. Um, For the not Orphan. a Yankees fan though. Like when I. That's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Neither are we. And I'm also a Ravens fan. So coming to Connecticut, everybody's a Patriots fan. I feel like in class, really? I think it's like, a mix. I think there's a da- mix down here. It's more of a you get more of a, a Boston New York okay, mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like when I when the Patriots on the Super Bowl, like that was. This is I a mean, pretty Patriots are... heavy campus, I would say though. You think? I okay. think so. I okay. think so. So like when yeah. they won, I was it was a lot of Patriots fans. Yeah, but, not ideal. Yeah, but when we were winning, Baltimore had a run. Yeah, we had a run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the the future looked pretty darn bright it with did, Lamar Jackson. It, it, it still did. does. Yeah. I, I, that kid's gonna ball. He is. He's he gonna is. ball for you guys. Oh, He's yeah. good. Always, but that just goes to show any game, man. Any game. Yeah. So uh, talking about this year, uh, every team has goals. Every player has goals. Uh, what are your expectations and goals? For the rest of the regular season moving into the MAC tournament? Yeah, I um, 
I think for us, our biggest goals are to win, first of all, every game. I mean, that, I know it seems little, but it's one game at, at a time. Like, we're not looking ahead to, you know, Marist or Ryder, like those games. Like, yeah, or can't um, wait for Atlantic City. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we just got to take these games one at a time. Um, and then Atlantic City, like, eventually, like, we want to win. Like, we want to get to the NCAA tournament. That's yeah. always a goal for any basketball team. Um, for myself, personally, I just want to contribute as much as I can to the team. I, I'm more of like, if you need me to score, I'll score. If you need me to get that rebound, I'll get the rebound. Like, I will do the, the dirty work to help get our team to win. Hit, so the, hit, the, hit floor, the floor. Hit yeah. the jump balls. Yeah. Get the jump big. balls. Yep, yep. Steals anything. So. And I, I've, I've noticed, uh, start started the season coming off the bench, but started, I believe, the last 12 games, I think it is, of the year. So mm-hmm. so what's been what's been working well for you, kind of that, that second half? Yeah, so I was more um, running point guard in the first half of the season. Um, and then once Shaq got injured, um, I really had to step up. And, like, I was point guard for most of the game until she came back. And coach moved me to the three spot. Okay. Um, which is great because I love being able to rebound. Uh, you can't do that as much as the one. Um, but I think Shaq, uh, me, Tay, Pate, like, we work really well together. Like, it's a good group of girls that we have. Um, and it's fun. It's a lot of fun playing with those girls. And I think that – um, for me, I was able to learn a lot having to come into a different role. So being able to transfer that into the court and being able to be a leader. So, so uh, Coach Fabry described you <laughs> as the prototypical coach's kid. She plays the game the right way and has a real feel in terms of decision-making. She is a floor general with a great motor who can score from all over the floor. Decent I, description, I, I would say. I think that's a very accurate description, yeah. too. How, how would you describe yourself? Any any other things you'd add to that? I think court general stood out to me. Yeah, oh, okay. really that's like a good that. one. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything that I would add. I mean, I would definitely say I'm the first fo- person to the floor. Like, I, I'm going to be you. And I also, like, defensive wise, I take pride in playing like defense against somebody like i want to okay. shut you down okay. okay yeah like i when i guard them like i'm stealing the ball from you you're not sure. scoring on me like i take full pride in that and i feel like everybody's like oh don't you want to score don't you want to do this like there you got to have some defense man so so do you I, wear knee pads uh so i used to i used okay. to wear knee pads but now i just take the hit like the bruises are a cool thing man like, <laughs> <All right>. like <laughs> you can't hit the floor and not have any like okay. show that you are actually like doing your job that's how i used to roll up to your games like i would look and see what <laughs> knee pads and i'd be like okay she's all in yeah like, yeah, she's yeah. Going to hit yeah. the floor yep well i guess uh watch out there you go <laughs> you yeah. didn't unless, know that yeah, yeah. Unless, unless the knee pads were getting too much you had to take yeah, them off yeah. And sometimes well, yeah be a little restrictive unless you maybe. got too many bruises and then you gotta wear Put knee the knee pads. <laughs> i had to <laughs> i had to last yeah. game so yeah. <laughs> i had to cover up one yeah. side it was bad because when you hit the floor and then play two nights later and hit the, floor, hit the floor again, again. it's, like, it's okay. brutal man yeah it's a lot of hitting the floor especially yeah. thursday yeah. the thursday saturday games oh, back to back those are man it's been a yeah. quick game quick turnaround yeah to say the least uh, so we end every single interview. We ask three questions. These are the real, the real thinkers, the personal ones, the the big J journalism questions, as we we like to say, yes. right. uh, to get to know a little more about you. The first one: uh, if you could live anywhere in the world that is not Hamden, Connecticut, or not your hometown, oh, where would it be, be and why? Ooh, um, I would say somewhere in. The Carolinas, warm but not too warm. Okay, and okay. I have that country feel that I like from home. Okay, I like that. That's yeah. a good. That's a good yeah. mix. Yeah. Is there is there a particular Carolina or just anywhere you just throw a dart and you're good there? Mm. I've been to Raleigh. Raleigh's I've been good. East Carolina we, University. Yeah, we go to Myrtle Beach for vacation every year, so oh, that's, that'll that's that'll play. The that'll good play. the good parts I like. Um, I would say probably South Carolina. Okay, South Carolina is a lot nicer. Yeah. 
At least oh. I think, like personally. Okay. Great well, college well, basketball too. Oh, I know. Sure. I'm I'm a big Duke fan. Believe it or not. Really. So, uh, anywhere near Duke, like, that'd be nice. But okay, sure. <laughs> uh, next one. Uh, if you could have dinner with any person, alive, deceased, could be anybody. Who would it be? Easy, Coach K from Duke. Love to pick his brain. That Very interesting dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is that's a pretty easy one. And I love the nitty gritty. I know everybody wasn't a Grayson Allen fan, but I I was. Grayson I was a Grayson Allen. Allen fan. The Plumley boys, all three boys that went through the big men. Yep. I love them. So, but Coach K, man, I uh, think he's a legend. So I would definitely. So you, Christian Leitner too. Him. Yeah. That's your guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> he is. I would definitely. Uh, I would definitely like to eat with Coach K and then pick his brain on his players. So we'll see. It's not a bad one. That's a good pick. Uh, and the last one, and uh, possibly the best. Uh, you are on death row. What is your final meal? Your dinner, your drink, and from Can what I've heard, the most important, your dessert. Dessert, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the only one I care. Yeah. Drink, um, <laughs> Dr. Pepper. My teammates make fun of me for drinking Dr. Pepper. People love Dr. Thank Pepper. You. That's the fourth or fifth Dr. Know. Pepper we've had on this podcast. Why nobody? Why everybody hates on it, but I like Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Um, meal, Maryland crabs. We talked about that earlier. Go to. Cool. And lastly, but there's a side. There's gonna be a side to the crab. A side, um, shoot, hmm. green beans. I love green beans. Okay, that's a good Texas one. Texas Roadhouse green beans. To Ooh. specify. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. but the the crab, you do the old bay seasoning on top. Yeah, and then you dunk it in it when you have the meat too. You dunk it in old bay. And butter, if you can. And butter, okay, oh, yeah. Cool. Gotta lather okay. it up, yeah. I, 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 I was waiting for the butter to come in yeah. on the side. You yeah. dunk it into a dry seasoning? I always considered Old Bay like a dry seasoning. Yeah, it is. So, like, I can do, like, dunk it in bu- uh, butter, and then I'll do a little bit more Oh, kind of, like, oh. coat yeah. it with the yeah. Old, old, it. old Bay. Nice, nice. Yeah. It's almost like you're breading it, kind of. But yeah, you yeah, not too much, but not too much. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to overpower the natural crab flavor. Absolutely, yeah. 100% agree. And then for Dessert, no-brainer. Every year I get a Cold Stone Chocolate Delight cake, and it's an ice cream cake, and that's my go-to. I mean, I, if nobody took the sheet away, I would eat it all. And you can ask my teammates. I'm the biggest dessert junkie on the team. I so. remember that from the from the Mac, yeah. yeah. So you, were, remember, you remember when yeah. we traveled with you guys yeah. to uh, was Syracuse, right? Yes, it yeah, was Syracuse, Syracuse, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a Cold Stone in this um, – it was a mall that we had dinner in. Oh, my everybody gosh. Went. I remember running to that. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and then uh, every time we go to Coach's house for dinner, she always lets me know ahead of time what the dessert looks like. Like it's, That's a good knows. coach. It's so a great yeah. coach. It is. It is. So yeah. that's my go-to. That's my death row dinner. <laughs> okay. Nice. That's nice. a good one. Well, uh, Mac, thank you so much for, for taking the time to join us today. It's going to be a, a sprint to the finish at the end of yeah, the Mac season. So, so best of luck is. moving forward. Yeah. Thanks for doing what you guys do. It's been awesome. Of course. Thank you. Good thank luck, you. Mac. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much to Mac DeWeese for joining us here on episode number 48 of the Quinnipiac Athletics Podcast. That is going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. First and foremost, if you need anything from the Bobcats Athletic Department, you need something from one of the 21 Division I teams here on campus. It is GoBobcats.com for stats, rosters, tickets, anything you need about the podcast, you can find it. It is GoBobcats.com. And if you want to follow along with our women's basketball teams on social media, it is at QU underscore WBB on both Twitter and Instagram. A lot of good videos coming out 
lot of good personalized content, so take a look. And Matt, if we need to follow the entire Quinnipiac Athletics on Twitter, on Instagram, anywhere, how can we do that? That is at QU Athletics on both Twitter and Instagram as well. And they might as well toss you a follow while they're doing that. How can they do that? I mean, if you're hanging around the search bar, I'm at M McCall of 7 if you want to give me a look. And I mean, if you're following Matt, you, you might as well get some of that co-host love in there, so throw one to me too. It is at Dan Ball. And now, before we go, here is this week in Bobcats history. This week in Bobcats history, we're throwing it back to February 12th, 2007. The Bobcats beat Robert Morris at home by a score of 87 to 84. In the game, junior Monique Lee tied a women's basketball program record, making 14 field goals in the game. Matt, is that good? It's a lot of field goals. Lee isn't a stranger to setting records for the Bobcats, as she also had two of the top five rebounding performances in team history during her career. Lee ended her time in Hamden as one of the best to ever step on the court, scoring 1,378 points, good for sixth all-time in Division I program history. And that is this week in Bobcats history. So Matt, that is this week in Quinnipiac Athletics, a, a very exciting game for back in 2007 where Monique Lee Hit a lot of shots. She just hit a lot of shots. Just just hitting a lot of shots. And, and, you know, in basketball, it's good when you hit a lot of shots. And not to mention they were also important shots because they won this game, the women's basketball team did, by three points, 87-84. So you even miss one of those 14 shots. Game could change. Absolutely. So that is going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. He's Matt McAuliffe. I'm Dan Ball. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. theme song of the Quinnipiac Athletics podcast is Wire and Flashing Lights by Professor Click.